picture in your mind a sun ray. Try to conjure up in your mind a picture of a ray of sunlight. No matter how you picture it, whether you think of it as the light of day, or you actually picture beams you know, of sunlight between the clouds. But picture sunlight. Picture a ray of the sun. No matter how you've pictured it, you certainly have it in your mind pictured as outside the sun. When you try to picture a sun ray, it's always going to be, obviously, when it's outside the sun, when it's left the sun already. When that ray, when the ziv hashemesh, the glow of the sun, the sunlight, the sun ray, when that ray has left the sun, that's when you would begin to picture a ray, an actual ziv, an actual he'ora, an actual emanation. Because before the sun ray leaves the actual globe of the sun, before the sunlight actually shined outside the sun, when it was still in the sun, the ray was there. The sun didn't create the ray, something from nothing outside itself. The ray is a ray of the sun. It's a shining of the sun. So before it left, it shined from to outside the sun. It was already in the sun, but it didn't exist as a ray. It was Batal B'Metzias. Its existence was nullified to the sun. Not that it didn't exist, but it didn't exist as a ray. It existed as the sun. It only exists as a ray when it's outside the sun. And so the Alter Rebbe, in Tanya these days, Tanya, the Alter Rebbe brings in chapter 3 and 4 of Shari Churva that that mushal, that parable of the ray of the sun and the sun is the best way to understand how is it that we see a world, that we see a reality, that we see a solid reality full of multiplicity, versatility, so many different things, billions of things. We know that the Baal Shem Tov taught that there's a unity of creation, that the truth of Achdus Hashem, of God's unity, is that really, really everything is godliness and godliness is everything. The world is just God speaking it into existence every single moment. It's actually the light of God that's that true unity, the true energy of what all of reality is. So seemingly, asked the Alter Rebbe, if really everything is godliness, if God's light is in everything, why do we see the world as a world? If everything is just a revelation of God's light, if really everything is godliness, then how come the world, we see the world as a world? And so the Altrebbe uses this mushal, the parable of the sunlight, to explain. Because our eyes can't see godliness. Our flesh eyes, until Mashiach comes, can't see God. When Mashiach comes, Mashiach's going to show us godliness. He's going to teach in a way that he's going to show us. But right now, our eyes don't see God, that are not able to see godliness. If our eye was given permission to see the word of God that's flowing, pulsating in the reality every moment, if we could see godliness, we wouldn't see the world. It would be like the ray of the sun when it's still in the sun. But because we don't see godliness, because our eyes can't see God, therefore the world is like the ray of the sun outside the sun.
The reason we're able to see the world as a world is the same way you're able to see the ray of the sun as a ray. The ray of the sun is only considered a ray when it left the sun. When it's in the sun, it's just part of the sun. And so too the world feels like a yesh, like a separate existence because we don't see godliness. The world is able to be perceived because we don't see the sun of God's light. Our eyes can't see that, so therefore the world, which is the ray, seems like a world. Just like you could see the ray outside the sun. But seemingly in this parable there's something that doesn't fit. Because the ray of the sun actually leaves the sun. But the world is always within God. There's no place devoid of Him. Do I not fill heaven and earth? God is everywhere. So seemingly, the world never left God. It's like the ray of the sun before it left the sun. So how is it that we feel the world as a yesh, as if the world exists? How do we have this state of the world seeming like a ray of godliness, that seems to be outside a separate entity from godliness if we're always within the sun of Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe answers that that's the secret of Tzimtzum. It says in Tehillim 84, which the simple meaning is that God our Lord is the sun and a shield. Hashem Alekim is our sun and our shield. But the Tanya explains the Hasidic Taich, the Hasidic translation, the Hasidic explanation of the Pasuk, that the relationship of Havaya and Elikim, the two names of God, which mean two ways that God manifests, one called Havaya, one called Elikim, two different names referring to two aspects of Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe says that they... These two names of Havai and Elikim, these two aspects of Hashem, the relationship of them is like the sun and its shield. What's the sun and its shield? So the Gemara says in Avodah Zarah that in the future, God is going to take the sun out of its sheath and the wicked will be judged by it and the righteous will be healed by it. The sun will be taken out of its sheath meaning that the sun has to have some kind of sheath, a garment, a cover, a shield, a mugain. Otherwise, the light of the sun would be too much for us to be able to handle. So there has to be this mugain, there has to be a sheath, a garment, concealing some of the sun that only some of the rays should be revealed to outside of the sun. And that's Shem Alikim, meaning Shem Havaya, actually has in it the root Hevav Hey, which means creation. Lahavot means to create. And the Yud at the beginning means that it's constantly happening. So the name Yud Kevavke, the actual meaning of it is that every single moment in all created beings, there's a flow from the mouth of God that's bringing it into existence every single moment. It's not enough that they were created in the six days of creation. But rather, like the Baal Shem Tov said, everything is constantly a flow of Hashem's light. That's Shem Havaya. Bringing every aspect, every molecule of existence into reality, every moment, that's Shem Havaya. But then, 
there's the sheath, there's the tzimtzum, there's the concealment, there's what allows the world to feel as if it left God, as if it was like the sun ray that left the sun, because we don't feel godliness, and that not feeling godliness is also Hashem, a way Hashem is manifesting, named Shem Alekim. God's aspect of revelation is Shem Havaya, and concealment is Shem Alekim. Just like we can't comprehend how God's light is able to bring into existence every star and blade of grass and fly in the world every moment, the thoughts of every person, etc., that's Shem Havaya, Hispashtus Gdulose, the revelation of godliness, also the Meniyah, the not seeing godliness, the fact that we feel like we left the sun, is also Hashem, Shem Alekim, the Mogen, the sheath. And so the truth is really we are really within Hashem's light like the ray of the sun when it's still in the sun, before it left the sun. That's the truth. And that that we do feel as if we're a separate entity from godliness, that's also Hashem. That's also Hashem. One is Hashem's right hand, one is Hashem's left hand. Hashem Shumogen Havayin Alekim. Just two different names of Hashem. The feeling of independent entity is also Hashem, coming from Hashem. And that's why the mushal that the Zohar says is like a turtle whose shell is part of it. If the turtle is in its shell, you still see the turtle if you see the shell, because the shell is not like our clothing that conceal our body. The shell of the turtle is part of the turtle. The elekim, the concealment, the tzimtzum, the feeling that we have as if we're something separate from God, is also Hashem is also a way that God manifests.